have you ever made a promise to your kid that you cannot keep? And how are you supposed to make that better? She was trying to motivate her daughter to have good grades and said, okay, we can do this one certain thing, but you got to have good grades. But now that her grades have dropped, what is she supposed to do? Like in this spot, what would you do? We're going to get to it. The brand new Ask My Mom today. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? Welcome to Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. This is a feel-good podcast that we do every single day. Today, by the way, 13th of October, with three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Okay, let's start the show with like the cutest way ever. What's the name of your garden club? <laughs> Blooming Idiots. <laughs> I don't know why it's so cute to me. And describe <laughs> describe the blooming idiots to me. <laughs> the blooming idiots are a, a kind of crazy group of women that are in their seventies and eighties, and they get together once a month and have lunch and go to something related to gardening. And it was really a fun time. We had a good time this week. What um why why the blooming idiots though? What's what's the reason for the name? That well, that's what they decided to call themselves a while back before I joined. Was it like a group vote? Uh-huh. Yeah, they all put out they all put out names. I remember when I first joined this was going on. I didn't vote because I didn't even know what a garden club was, really. <laughs> Do you um, remember the other uh, other names it could have been? No. <laughs> no, idiots. I don't remember them, but they were all kind of, you know, silly because this is a this is a fun group of people. Yeah. Um, so what I'm discovering about women in their 70s and 80s, which I'm one of them now, is that they're so outspoken. They don't really care if you like what they say or not. Just, <laughs> they just put it out there, you know. Yeah. And that's kind of fun. I mean, it's yeah. kind of fun. I do. I do sort of love that. And like if no, just, no if, f's given kind of situation. Uh -huh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like this one woman got so upset in the, uh, we went to an orchid nursery and she wanted to buy a plant. And the guy said, well, that one's not for sale. That's my personal plant. And she said, well, then why do you have it in here if it's not for sale? <laughs> and he said, because I live here. And she said, well, that doesn't, that doesn't make it right. She said, I wanted to buy this plant. He said, well, you can't buy that plant. It's mine. <laughs> And she said, okay, then I won't buy any plants. I'll just go to Pikes. <laughs> what? That sounds like another 70-year-old that I know that's on this podcast every Friday. <laughs> you might have the same kind of thing. Yeah. Do you, exactly. you know what I was wondering? As you get older. Yeah. You know, one thing I, I, that I, I struggle with in, in group situations yeah. is it's just, it's just like a lot of, a lot of gossiping. Oh yeah. Um like like people just, you know, sit around, gossip and oh, yeah. talk about everybody. And like does that still happen as you as you get older? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, like now that I know that, of course I don't know these women, right? There were eight of them and there are probably twenty in the group, but there yeah. were only eight that went this week. But I tell you what, I don't want to get to know them very well and miss a meeting. Because Why? You know, they'll talk trash about you. Oh, like if you're not there, uh -huh. you feel like yeah, they... they were talking about how other other women drive, and they couldn't believe that so and so did this, and so and so's husband died unexpectedly, and it was so traumatic. And why did they do this or do that? I'm like, oh my god. Why do we do that? 
Oh my god! Like, why? Why do you think? I, I've always wondered this because, listen, I'm I'm a gossip just like anybody else. Like, why do we? Do you know why we like to gossip? Do you have any idea? Like the like the the rationale behind of why we actually like to gossip? I really have no idea, other than it takes the attention away from ourselves. Let's let's do some googling here. Why okay. do we like to gossip? Because I wonder what that like that. Okay. People also okay. Why people like to gossip? This is probably this is from Psychology Today. Okay. Um, motivations for gossiping. Some people like to gossip to seek revenge. Ooh. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. People who do not like a person would typically seek out other uh, other people who share a mutual dislike for the same person. Mm-hmm. Subsequent con- uh, conversation centers on negative evaluation of that person. Mm-hmm. So basically, find people like you that also don't like that person uh-huh. just to validate your own shitty thoughts about the person, right? right? <laughs> Yeah. The dislike of the target of uh, of the gossip is validated, like I just said, uh-huh. and justifies hurtful behavior. Mm. However, most of the gossip, be, uh, because gossiping is enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Hang, hang, on, hang on. However, most people, people gossip because gossiping is enjoyable mm-hmm. for the sense of power it gives to them. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. Talking about other people gives an individual a sense of relief because he or she is not experiencing the same calamities. Yeah, see, that's what I was saying. It detracts from yourself. Interesting. Right? And your own crap. Like your own issues. Well, yeah, well, did you hear about blah, 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 yeah, blah? That's but the so thing crazy. Is, they're all talking about you. Just, yeah. just saying. So, you know, my, my thing is if, if you're around somebody and they're talking about somebody else, Guaranteed, they're talking about you to someone else. Yeah, yeah, hundred I mean, percent. Yeah. Oh, Let yeah. me read a little bit more of this because I think this is very interesting. Now, Are you interested in this mom or no? Yeah, sure. Okay, let's keep going. Yeah. People also like to gossip because it gives them a sense that they possess secret information about another person, oh. which also gives them a sense of power. Power. Mm-hmm. People want to be seen as being in the know when it comes to the latest gossip about others. <laughs> if knowledge is power, then gossip is turbocharged power. Mm-hmm. In order mm-hmm. to display their power and reinforce their egos, people must share a sense of information with other individuals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, last little paragraph, then we'll move on. Okay. Gossiping comes naturally, and most people, uh, most of the time, uh, occurs almost unconsciously to break up the monotony of routine mm. activity or simply to spice up conversation. Mm. Yeah. Social media is an ideal platform for gossip. Comments are posted anonymously about an individual. Gossip on social media tends to be more harmful because it gives negative information to a wide audience and remains visible for a long time. Interesting. I had no idea. And, you know, that would make sense for, you know, um, older groups particularly because, I mean, like me, my life is not very exciting. Now, their lives are – some of their lives are much more exciting than mine. You know, yeah. they travel, they go places, they have grandkids, they have, you know, family right here and they do things all the time, but others, not so much. So all they do is keep up with everybody else and then talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> do you feel like, wait, do you feel like gossiping gets worse as you get older? I don't know. Maybe so. Because like I said, you just don't seem to care about what you say or who yeah. cares about it. You know why? Why do you think people? That's my question. I don't know why my mind's going crazy right now. But why do you think that people care less? Like, why can old people be rude and like they enjoy it, but also like we allow them to be rude? 
Yeah. Now that you're getting older, yeah. not that you are an old person, but uh, you well, may know an old person yesterday or Yesterday I was pretty sure I was um, <laughs> in that group. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's just because you've just, you've been through so much stuff with different people that you become a little bit hardened and a little bit insensitive, you know? <laughs> It's crazy. I made so much Googling on today's show. It's so um, crazy to me. I mean, I mean, I think it's humorous. I think it's hysterical. Like I thought that woman was a riot. And I even poked fun at her after we left, you know, when we yeah. were out in the parking lot. I said, well, I guess you told him. And she <laughs> said, yeah, I guess I did. And she started laughing. I mean, she was spiffy. She was definitely spiffy. And I know she had to be every day of 80. Um but yeah, I mean, they're just, you know, they're fun. They're kind of fun me, to be around. Let me give you, that. do you look at them too? Like there's a bunch of old people and I'm with them. <laughs> yeah. Or do you see them as like, yeah, the, the exactly. Blooming, the, like why am I 30 idiots. and I'm sitting here with these old people? I, I would, I would love, do you have a picture of the group? I would love to see a picture of the blooming no, idiots. No, but I'll get one next time. Get a group photo. I think everybody it's would like to see funny. this. It's let me finish funny. the segment. Sorry, we're kind of all over the place here, but um, psychological tests showed uh, that instead of just being downright rude, many older people have lost their inability or uh, inhibitory ability and may not even realize they're being rude. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's true too. So yeah. you don't have that same yeah. filter you don't have the word we look visions for. You did before. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah, yeah. You're just okay. like, you're just out there. I mean, I find it quite amusing. Yeah, but I but I've learned already in these groups, as in within a lot of other groups I've been in, <laughs> don't say anything about anyone that you don't want repeated, because nope. it will be repeated. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, let me tell you a question that came up in therapy this week that it literally haunts my dreams, hmm. and I I know we've talked about it on the show, but it's been a while, so I want to bring this back up because. I don't know if there is a – if there isn't – well, I mean I would assume there would be an answer to this question. And my my brain keeps thinking if I just search hard enough or spend enough time on it or go to enough therapy about it, then maybe I'll find the answer. But I'm – you know, it's 39 years deep now and I just don't have the answer. Hmm. That question is, do I want kids? Oh. Do I want kids? Hmm. came up again in therapy this week. And I, in case you don't know, you're new to our podcast. Yeah, I'm 39. I'm divorced. I don't have any kids. And it's kind of a weird phase because nobody really asks me that question anymore. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, well, what do you do? I'm, I'm too old for that. Mm -hmm. You know, I should, I should have like a 22 year old this age. I get it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really struggle with that question because I, I feel like I don't know the answer to it, which is fine when you're like 16. Mm -hmm. uh, when you're 39, you're kind of, and trying to figure out, the kind of partner that you feel most compatible with, mm -hmm. it's really kind of hard. Cause now I, I don't even just fall into, do I want kids or do I not want kids? That's to me was always complicated enough. Now the question is even deeper. Mm -hmm. It's do you want kids? Do you not want kids or do you want stepkids? Mm -hmm. And that's like, now my brain's like all over the place. It's mm -hmm. just, it's just going crazy over here trying to figure out like, and I don't, I don't know why, I don't know why I struggle with it so bad. Um, mm -hmm. then, okay. So then I, so I had a therapy session. I wake up the next day. I'm prepping the radio show. And let me read you this, this survey that I found. Okay. This is the headline. Child free people aren't necessarily rich, but they are happy. 
<laughs> so let me break it. Let me break this survey. This is a survey from Child Free Wealth. Okay. Okay. 94% of people insist that they are happy with their life. Child free people are insist they're happy. 94% mm. of, of child free people insist that they are happy with their life. Um, overall, the main reason child-free people are so happy is because the freedom they have. Mm-hmm. I fully understand that. Uh-huh. It's what I love about not having kids. Uh-huh. Even Kiki can be a pain in my ass sometimes trying to uh-huh. figure out how to like take care of her. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so but the, you did survey, a survey. Let, 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 I mean, consider the source, right? Well, let me let me let me let me continue. Let me continue. Okay. Let me get through the whole survey first, then okay. we'll, we'll discuss because this is the question I was left with to kind of ponder. Okay. Before I get to go back to therapy next week. Okay. okay. As for why pe- why people are child free, fifty three point seven people um, had more than one reason. Okay. Mm-hmm. So these are the top reasons of why people say they don't. They're they're childless and they are okay with it mm-hmm. um they never wanted children that's 38 percent mm-hmm. finances are below that freedom below that environmental concerns which mm. i fully understand that mm-hmm. um i kind of think about that all the time our kids yeah well, I think about, you know, I think about what's happening yeah, in the world right now. Right. And then like, I think about how hard it was for me to be a kid at certain mm-hmm. times and really for any kid to be. And I'm like, do I want to put a kid through that? Mm-hmm. Um, 13% say I, I just don't like kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's fair. Um, right. 6% say it would impact their career, which I do think it would impact my career. Yes. Um. And the, the number one reason, which I mean, sorry, the, the last reason on the list would be it, it impair the ability to travel, mm-hmm. which I, I mean, I would say, honest to God, mm-hmm. with the exception of just don't like kids, mm-hmm. um, I can say all those things. Mm-hmm. I can say everything like this. Uh, let me see anything else that really stood out for me that we're going to talk about. Um, 30% of... Uh, no, that's not that interesting. It's really Nine percent of the now. Okay, so that that's basically it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how I'm ever going to know if I want a kid or not because everyone's like, "Well, you just," I mean, y'all y'all love these tricks, right? Y'all love these tricks. They're like, "Well, you just never know until you do it," you know, like or, <laughs> uh-huh. or like you, you, you know, I didn't think I wanted to get, then I had a kid is the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh-huh. Well, that's what y'all said about marriage too. Uh huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're like, I just didn't know how great marriage could be until I got married. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we've been here before. Mm-hmm. Mom, what like? Well, it's a question I've dealt with now for four years, and like now that it's coming back up in therapy, yeah. I'm like, I don't. At, even at age 39, mm-hmm. I don't know. And so my question is, do you think I don't know means no? Well, I think I don't know. Perhaps should be a no, only because it is such a huge commitment. Especially if you're talking about stepkids, yeah. You know, now you're dealing with you know your primary partner, and you're dealing with a spouse, yeah, or you know another parent, mm-hmm. and these two kids. So it's kind of a package deal, you know. We talk about this package deal a lot, but it is a package deal because if if a woman has kids, I mean, she loves her kids, and she's right. going to want a partner. That's going to love her kids. Of course she is. So, I mean, I don't know how to say how you make that decision. For me personally, I'm fine if you have kids. I'm fine if you don't have kids. 
You know, Maggie wants well, nothing luckily, more than to have kids. Luckily, well, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, excited. I'm yeah. glad. You know, but I don't know that Brian and Aunt will ever have kids. I don't know that you will ever have kids. That's fine. That's your choice. Because ninety-four percent of child-free people say they're happy with their life. That's well, I mean, that's to but, me when I saw that I'm like, damn, like, because my here's my fear. I'm gonna say my fear is because right now, honestly, I'm fine without kids. I'm fine without a partner right now. Yeah. To me, it kind of falls in that. I mean, literally, I could I could go down that same damn list. And it almost <laughs> could be the exact same reason why I don't want to really be in a relationship either. Uh huh. <laughs> Never wanted to be in a relationship. Finances, freedom, <laughs> environmental <laughs> concerns. <laughs> Don't like, don't like girlfriends uh-huh. <laughs> would impact my career and would, it would it, it impair my ability to travel. Uh-huh. Like literally uh-huh. I can answer all those. For all those things. Yeah. yeah. Um, my fear though, is that I'm going to wake up at 50 and be like, holy hell, I want a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, do you think that like by this point I would have already been able to say yes? I don't know, honey. I can't tell. I can't. Yeah. But like you, that. you said, you like you say, I always wanted kids. I always wanted them. Like mm-hmm. I always, I just knew. And I'm like. I didn't always want kids. I thought you did. No, I didn't. You sure, want, did. You sure I, did pop out three for somebody. I, that didn't I want. Know. Well, when I decided, I decided. What have I been doing the last thirty nine years? Then why well, I got to go through all this chaos? You didn't want me. Like I remember, I remember at age hmm, twenty one, twenty two, having that discussion with my boss, who was a dear friend. And he had two children. And I said, you know, I just don't know if I want kids. And he said, oh, my God, you'll be missing out on the best part of your life. And that was the end of it. But, you know, there was a part of me that was like, I don't know if if I really want kids. But then about age 25, I think I was like, oh, and it wasn't that my friends had kids. Most of my friends didn't have kids. Most of my friends were gay couples without kids, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, about age 25. So wait, when were you finally like, when were you finally like, okay, well, we want to have Brian then? About age 25. And you were like, then you were like, for sure I want to do this? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I knew. I knew that we both wanted kids then. And, yeah. you know, and then he was born, what, when I was 28? 27, yeah. 28. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, but that's for a female. I, I think it may be different for men. Why do you say that? Well, I just think biologically, you know, I mean, women have, women produce babies. I mean, we make babies, we carry babies in our womb, we birth babies. Right. You know, it's different physiologically. So, you know, I don't know if men have the same hormonal urges, if you will, um, that would cause them to want kids or not want kids. Right. I suspect no, that they really mm-hmm. don't, that men perhaps decide based on their partner more mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just, a, I've never really, thought, never really thought about that. But I mean, I, I know your dad didn't go into the marriage going, oh, let's have three kids. You know, <laughs> I mean, we, talk, we talked a lot about it. And of course, he was he was concerned about can we afford them and what kind of life will we get? Well, of course, I'm not right. concerned about that too. But, you know, different concerns, whereas my body was saying, it's time to have a baby, you right. know? Yep. <laughs> well, I don't really know if I'll be able to come up with a conclusion to that answer by the end of this week. But, I um, don't know that you will either. That's really cool when we're breaking down in therapy with for, you know, just where my 
What do I, you know, what do, what do I really, what do I really want? Yeah. Not just what a society say I need to have. What do I, what right. do I really, really want? So. Right. And I know plenty it, of couples that don't have children that are amazingly happy. And I yeah. Know, and I know, of course, more that have children. Um, right. That are happy as well. So, if, you know, as far as that survey goes, it's definitely biased. I mean, if you took a survey of how many people are happy to have children. <laughs> from from Child Lovers Magazine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Child Free, what was it called? Child Free, uh, the, the publication I saw of this was Child Free Wealth. Right. So I don't think maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe not be the best source. But yeah, tomorrow exactly I'll log in and. Start reading the news, and if I'm like, was "Wait a, a minute!" In Parents Magazine, Parents Magazine, it says 94 percent of them are extremely love being a parent. Can't imagine it any other way. Exactly. That's a good point. That's actually a really good point. <laughs> All right, let's get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay, it's from M.J. DeMarco. If you aren't where you want to be, the problem is your choices. Your circumstances are the symptoms of your choices. Now, I just read this yesterday. M.J. DeMarco is a motivational speaker and author. Um, I really don't know anything about him, but I started thinking about that. Now, you're, you know, you, your, your circumstances are the symptoms of your choices. Well, there mm-hmm. are some things that happen to us in life that we don't choose, particularly health-related, you know? Okay, that's true. Or and we lose someone in, in death, let's say. You right. didn't choose for that person to die. You right. didn't choose to have cancer, you know, and but all of those things would be life impairing, of course. Well, um, then let's, okay, so read, uh, let's read the quote again and let's see if we actually agree with this one or not. Then. Okay. I don't think you've ever paused. No, but, but you a, know. Qu- quotes made you pause before in the last almost 600 episodes. No, because most of them that I put up forth out here, I agree with, obviously. Yeah. But this one, this one does have me a little mystified. If you okay. aren't where you want to be, the problem is your choices. Your circumstances are the symptoms of your choices. Mm. So, I mean, I can see that that's true. And that's true professionally. That could be true in a relationship. That could be true, in, you know, in a lot of things. Right. Um, where you live. Right. <laughs> um, but I'm just not sure that your circumstances are always the symptoms of your choices. I mean, I would. I mean, let's let's walk through some hard times in our life and let's see how much of it was. You know, mm-hmm. um, my divorce mm-hmm. was that a symptom of my choices? I don't know. Was it? How do you feel about it? I mean, no. I mean, you could have said, well, you married somebody that you weren't compatible with. Right. But you didn't want to be divorced. No. Wasn't my first option. No. Well, you know, I always said, like, when when I found out my wife was having an affair, Mm -hmm. I said, we just got to figure out, like, do we need to do this or do we not? Yeah. Um, Because I wasn't at a point where, like, I'll do anything to save this. Like, I'm not... Mm -hmm. I just right, no, don't. You're not, that's you're just not me. Uh-uh. Yeah, but I was like, we need to get some professional help to figure out: do we need to do this or not? But could you argue though that like my choice of wives and partners led me to that divorce? Is it a consequence of my choice? Kinda. Well, kind of, but it could have been different too. Let's go back when I got let go. Um, I mean, <laughs> but that wasn't a choice. When I got let go? Right. 
Well, I made a choice to stand up for myself. Oh, well, that's true. That's true. You know? Yeah. And so. Yeah. So in that case, your circumstances are the symptoms of your, uh, of your choices. Yeah. But that was I, a I good one. That was a good one. To, well, you know. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, you lost a job that you loved, but it wasn't worth the price. Right. For what it was. Going okay. To so, pay. Right. Mom, bring up, bring up a hard time in your life and let's figure out was it, was it a consequence of your actions? Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't. I've never had a hard day in my life. <laughs> well, Jesus was there. I haven't gone through a lot of hard times. Well, yeah. Well, how about know, losing your mom? We're losing my mom. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, that no. obviously is not. No. Well, I mean, when your dad or when your dad had cancer, that's what I was thinking about the hard times in my own life. Yeah. Like, I didn't choose those situations. Yeah. You know, now when we had problems, when Jim and I had problems and we were separated for a while, mm-hmm. yes, that problem was because of our choices. It mm-hmm. was because of how we were choosing to treat each other based on what we knew on our experience together. So, so then would you say with, with the exception of health? <laughs> yeah. With the exception of health. But okay. Even, even dad's, you know, we, we think dad's prostate cancer came from his trip to, to Vietnam, right? right? Like that's pretty much what we assume. Yeah. Um, but he didn't I mean, choose he to go to Vietnam. Right. He didn't choose. Yeah. No, he didn't choose to go to Vietnam. Yeah. He was I, I would say, but, I, but at first I was like, I, I don't really like that quote either, but then I start thinking about it. I'm like, with the exception of health stuff, I don't think we can really find many other, you Of know. health or death. Yeah. I mean, those two things yeah. are kind of beyond. Huh. But but our health is really not always beyond our control. Sometimes no. if we have diabetes or we have heart, heart problems or well, we yeah. have whatever, they're not always genetic. They're because right. of our choices for poor, you know, poor eating, not exercising, you know. Right. That's true. Yep. So I think you could go either way on that. Let's yeah. uh, talk about Cozy Earth Sheets. If you don't have your set yet, I hope that you're going to take care, uh, take advantage of this when we've got this 40% off coupon. This is honestly, I was talking to Jeff Dollar today, who is my um, uh, radio or I guess podcasting mentor and a sister podcast and uh, actually runs most of the uh, runs. Really, he's, he's like the head dog of our podcast company. Um, and we were talking about cozy earth and how friggin' excited we are to have them back because so many, not only from our podcast, but so many people from their podcast also have the same feelings about mm-hmm. these cozy earth sheets. These are the world's softest sheets. We're talking literally, you will not sleep on a softer pair of sheets than cozy earth. Love these things so much. Oh my God. They are so freaking comfortable. So comfortable. Now with this too, you got to keep in mind that we have a hundred night sleep guarantee. So if you try these sheets, Oprah's favorite things, by the way, if you try these sheets and you don't like them for a hundred nights, I mean, this is, we're not talking like, oh, you got a week to try these out. And you, got, you got three months, over three months, over basically three. Mm-hmm. to go and sleep on these things. And if you get, uh, if you don't like them, if it doesn't, if it doesn't excite you as much, as it excites us to talk about it, send them back. Plus that 40% off code and 10 year warranty. Mm-hmm. So what I always say with both of those is. Go see the, go to cozyearth.com. Look at these sheets. Pick out your favorite color. They've got a brand new uh, olive. They got a navy color as well now that are new. We're not there last time we were talking about them. And then you're going to see the price. Make wow, I've never paid that much for sheets before. I know, but you're going to get forty percent off that price and the fact that you've got a ten year warranty on them. So divide that number by ten, and you're paying you know 
dollars a month, dollars a month to sleep on the world's softest sheets. Now the holidays are coming up and I know everybody's been having their sales this week. This sale, as long as you got this coupon code, you can buy these sheets as long as they'll let us for 40% (laughs) off at CozyEarth.com. CozyEarth.com. Your promo code is Kramer40. Kramer40. Honestly, if anything, you can treat yourself to, you know, like when you've got a little extra cash sitting around or maybe a gift of somebody, you know, really special in your life. And listen, I'm not, you know, I'm not reading anything right now with this one. I'm just, I'm just speaking off my brain because <laughs> that's how much a fan I am of Cozy Earth. And I hope you'll like treat yourself to these. Also, today's podcast is brought to you by Care Of. Care Of is a subscription service that ships high-quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month. Because there's nothing worse than having to go to Target and buy six bottles of whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. You get your vitamin D, my, my multivitamin, I got my prenatal, I got my hair, skin, nails, I got my, you know, whatever. Um so many, it's, it's like, it's like a lot to keep up with. And let me be honest with you. I would bet, I would bet 95% of you have never actually talked to like a nutritionist or a naturopathic doctor about what vitamins you actually should be taking. I would assume maybe, you know, maybe your doctor say, Hey, hey throw some, some calcium in there for your bones or whatever. But when it comes to really like specializing in what your body needs, I would say you're probably most of, maybe I'm wrong. Most of you probably just shooting off the, you know, off the hip of which you should be buying for your body. So what you're going to do though, try this for 30 days and tell me how you love this. It's called care of care of, and you're going to take a short in-depth quiz about your lifestyle and your health goals from personalized recommendations. And then you're going to, it's going to take all that into account and then send you back this list of things that your body could need. Now you can alter that list if you want to, you can try it out and then see how your body's feeling in 30 days. And I think, I mean, to me, it's the easiest way ever to buy vitamins. It could not be easier. And now with 50% off, it's so good, right? Try, take, get your supplements for, for 50% off for a month. Why would you not? Why would you not just go to the website, check it out, 50% off your supplements, takecareof.com, takecareof.com. And then use the promo code Kramer50, Kramer50. Kramer 50 at takecareof.com to get 50% off your first order from care of. All right, certified fans. Hello. How are we doing? Thank you so much for being a part of our podcast. Really appreciate you. Certified fans are people that can contribute $6 a month to our show. And we stop every show and say hello to you because you are the reason that we have this show. We, I was talking, actually, we, we were, Jeff and I were chatting today about just you know the future and finances and everything else and i would literally was like dude if i didn't have certified fans like i couldn't mm. <laughs> like I, I wouldn't be able to do the podcast right. you know like it just it wouldn't be a thing so i want you to know like this is not just bs when i'm like this podcast is not a it would not be a thing without you it <laughs> literally would not be a thing without you because i don't think that i would personally be able to invest hundreds of dollars every single month to pay for all the things that, that goes into a podcast so thank you for letting us have this opportunity to put this out for you uh, we, we know we need mom. It's the 13th day of the month. I, we have had no new certified fans and we, we did a big, big blowout last month, but I'm hoping there's at least three people listening right now mm-hmm. that say, you know what? I got six bucks a month. I can contribute. And, uh, you'll, you'll think about it, you know, hopefully you don't, you don't so. even feel that six bucks, but yeah. what it does for you is number one, it keeps commercial loads down. Number two, it also uh, gives you a bunch of perks for the podcast and, we don't, you know, this is what I love about working for Jeff's company is that we're not owned by anybody, mm-hmm. you know, right? like I'm not having to answer to, to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, like old women. 
<laughs> yeah. uh, well, no, but you know what I mean? There's no one like breathing down my neck about this podcast. No one's right. telling me really what to do with it. Like Jeff doesn't really. to say and do what you please. Do we want. There's nobody that will yes. ever be able to stop us. Yes. Honest to God, there's nobody that will ever be able to stop us. And like to me, that's the future of what media needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, these conglomerates have gotten too crazy. Everybody's too scared. And listen, I, I get it. Like even at my radio job, I get scared, right? So mm-hmm. um, everybody's scared to say something. I am I love this platform where even if I say the wrong thing one day, I don't feel like, oh my God, I'm going to lose my job. Or for example, if we don't have, you know, if we have a week down, you know, if it's a, kind of a slow week, I don't have to worry about, oh my God, I'm going to get fired because mm-hmm. it's kind of a slow week. Within radio, you kind of got to be like, ugh. <laughs> I don't know. You know, we, we had, uh, you know, we had 20% down or whatever. So anyway, um, thank you, by the way, it's really, it's awesome. Uh, we don't have anybody new today. So what we do, uh, cause we want to dedicate every show to somebody that helps us. And so today our podcast is, uh, dedicated to 435. So somebody kind of new. Oh yeah. 435 <laughs> is going to be our certified fan of the day. And that person is the lovely, did not fill out the second part of their form. So let me see if I can figure out who this is. I don't know who this is. I don't. So I'm going to go to the person that I can figure out above them. And that is going to be, well, that one's screwed up. And that person didn't. Okay. Y'all really, please remember when you joined to fill out the second. You'll get two emails from me. Okay. So uh, Carol B. Carol B. Uh, Carol B is coming to us from San Diego. She's been a certified fan since July of this year. Uh-huh. Hello, Carol. How are you? Hope yeah. you're having a great day. We are so thankful for you. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's an honor, uh, to, yeah. to know that you're supporting us. So thank you for it that. Is. Really, thank really thank you. you. Thank you. And what is her number, honey? Uh, two, I'm sorry, four, three, eight, four, three, eight. Okay. Four, three, eight. Great. Okay. Let's give, let's give her a whoop, whoop, mom. Yes. Whoop, whoop to Carol B from California. Thank you so Glad much. You're here. You can join us by the way, two different ways. You can text the word fans, F A N S to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight, K R A M E R eight, 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 eight K R A M E R eight. Or you can just uh, go to the show notes of this podcast and click on where it says become a certified fan or go to certifiedmomsboy.com. It's actually three ways. While you're at certifiedmomsboy.com, you can also submit your dilemma for ask my mom. This is a bi-weekly advice segment that we do where we turn to you and say, what's happening? Luckily, I've got a mom that's been a you know a mom now for 43 years, gives good mom advice, never really steers me wrong too often. So <laughs> give us your dilemma. She's going to give you some good mom advice. And then we, as your podcast fam, hop in with either our experiences or opinions and try to help you out the same way. So, mom? Okay. Dear Mama Nancy, we recently let our daughter get a dog. He's a cute puppy and she loves him so much but we put a condition on owning the dog. She's never been a great student, but she is really smart. So we told her she needs to pay more attention, study more, and get better grades. We told her that she needs to get all B's or above, or the dog has to go. That was the deal when she got him. She's doing pretty well overall, but the first report card came out and she has a C in history, and a C-plus in English. This, that is not all BS. Now, we don't know what to do. <clears throat> Excuse me. She's close, but failing to live up to her end of the deal. 
My husband says we have to go through with it and take her dog away. He says we need to find a new home. It would break her heart and mine too. And I'm afraid it's one of those things she'd never forgive us for. So now I have no idea how to fix it. If we follow through, how will we get her attention to do better in school? And if we do, how will we ever get her to forgive us? It was a dumb idea, but now we feel totally stuck. Help, please. Oh, mercy. This brings up so much for me. You know, first of all, the statement about she's never been a great student, but she's really smart. I mean, some kids just don't do well academically. And I mean, Stephen, you are one of them. Mm -hmm. You didn't do great in high school, but you graduated magna cum laude from college Mm -hmm. because you liked, you liked the professors and you liked the subject matter and you decided you were going to do it. But not all kids test well. So that's one thing. Um, She doesn't sound like she has any behavioral issues, so that's really good. The second thing is you have to be so careful what you say, oh, my goodness, and what you set up for punishment and reward because it's going to be really hard to live through it. So my advice is never do it with something that's living and breathing. Because it's so, you get so emotionally attached. I don't know if, if this, hmm, if this were my own personal dilemma, I would just have to suck it up and say, "No, that was a bad decision on my part." You know, I'm sorry. We really want you to do well in school, and we wanted to, you know, incentivize you with, you know, good grades. But we know that's hard. But you know, I don't know. But I don't think I would take that puppy away. I just don't think I could. Yeah, I don't. I mean, that's tough. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I actually 100% agree with everything that you just said. Um, I don't. I'm not a parent, right? But I get it. Like I get in that moment, it made sense. Mm-hmm. But I don't think possibly you thought about, well, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. I mean, can you change the... I don't even know what you would do. It's not like you'd be like, okay, well, we're just going to lock the puppy up for 30 days. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, doesn't... Yeah, it's a living, it breathing really, thing. doesn't really make sense. Yeah, um, it's a part of your family. You can't family. play with the puppy. The rest of the family plays, but you got to sit across the, the, the all. You know, like that's not really a, hmm. a cute possibility either. I think hmm. I, this is why she's been a mom for 43 years, man. I don't really have much to add to this one, to be honest with you. Hmm. I think that's, that's – uh, you can't take it away. Hmm. You absolutely cannot take it away. So hmm. like what are you going to do, you know? Hmm. Uh, has anybody been in a spot like this before? Have you ever – had to, I don't know, this is so specialized, but you've ever had to. Made a um, promise that you couldn't keep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it really doesn't, yeah, that's Not true. Not a okay. promise, but you know. Like, uh, like a commitment or a, a, a. Yeah. Had agreement. a deal. Had a, an yeah. agreement or a deal with somebody that you couldn't, that you, you know, couldn't live up to. Yeah. Uh, especially with your kids, because yeah. I think that. In this situation specifically, um, it's almost like, uh, what do you want to do? Like, is that is that teaching your kid the wrong thing? Then, mm-hmm. 
you know. Right. Um, yeah, be careful. Be careful what you put out there. What are you? Punishment because you have to live up to it, really. Yeah. Oh, it's tough. What do you what do you think about this? 888 Kramer 8. Why don't you call us 888 Kramer 8? 888 Kramer 8. Especially if you've ever said something to your kid that had to like go back on it. Cause I just don't even know what like the mm-hmm. like the right thing to do without without losing that ability to be like, well, mom obviously, you know, well, she won't do this one either then next time right. around, you know? Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. All right, mom. That's gonna do it for you today. Love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Man, I made such a bad mistake today. I'm like kicking myself. I don't drink a lot of caffeine. And I, I was like caffeine free for a long time. And then I was able to get like a little, this is the problem with me and any kind of <laughs> substance. So like I was able to get like a little buzz for a while off decaf. And then slowly, if maybe a m- two months ago, I started to add like a little bit of regular caffeinated in there, but I've been slowly been moving it up. And today I did basically like a half caffeinated, maybe a little bit more than half caffeinated cup of coffee. Oh my God. Like my brain is going crazy right now. Am I the only person that's so adversely affected by caffeine? My heart's racing. Like, I have such bad, like, all, all these crazy thoughts going through my head. Everything's like, like oh, my God. What, 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 what. I think it's just a good reminder of how bad caffeine can be for me. All right. That's it for today's show. I love you so much. Tomorrow we got a fun show planned with Jimmy Mack. Until then, we will see you later. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.